Hi, girls. <laughs> I've been watching so many of London and Olivia's TikToks lately. The hi, girls just come so naturally to me. London and Olivia, my absolute favorite freaking influencers in the world. People often ask me who my favorite creators are. Literally, they're top of my list. And their wedding is September 30th, which is my birthday. How do I know that? It's because I check up on them every single day. I'm like, what are my girls doing today? What are they wearing? <laughs> They're so cute. If you don't follow them, go follow London and Olivia. But anyways, hey girls, welcome back to Fun on Weekdays podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and we have quite a bit to catch up on. I want to talk about the summer, mental health, body image. Ugh, I know, not really fun topics, but I also want to talk about the elephant in the room. I have some really exciting news. I made the biggest purchase of my life that I will probably ever make. Drum roll. I bought a house. Well, technically... I didn't buy it yet, not until July 25th when I officially close on it and I get the keys and I can move in, but I am under contract for a house in Austin in my absolute favorite city in the world and I just feel so incredibly grateful that I even get to say those words as I'm sitting here 25 years old, like never ever in my life imagined that my life would pan out the way that it is. And that is all thanks to you guys who listen to my podcast and support me and come to events and follow along and Oh my God, I just have a million words that I know none of you really want to hear me say, but I really just want to express my gratitude. So let's get to all the details that you want to know. Like I said, I close on the house on July 25th and then I get the keys that same day I get to move in. And as I move all of my furniture from my house in, I am also moving my entire office into the house as well. So unfortunately we are saying goodbye to my brick walls and my pink I love weekdays so much wall. So many great memories in here and also some absolutely horrible memories in here as well. I don't know if you guys remember when I tried to recreate this wallpaper DIY on one of my walls and it ended up looking like what was that called? Wubble Wubble or something like that? So many of you guys commented and you're like, that looks like this one cartoon. And you were right. It looked like absolute shit. I've tried to do some insane things in here. Like I hung curtains on every single window in here and the curtains are all now down and gone. There's holes in the, in the walls where I tried to put curtains up to make it look better, but I actually ended up making it look worse. Um, my pink fridge, my pink spec fridge. Oh my gosh. I actually think I'm going to bring the fridge with me. We're going to find a place for her in the new home. She is part of the family and everything else that's in my office. I am taking with me. Ooh, except for, and this is really tough for me to say, but that neon pink rug that I have in my main podcast area, I think I have to part ways. I have two of them and I tried selling them at first and then I tried giving it away, but it just never ended up working out with like the person who was supposed to come pick them up. They're huge, massive rugs. They're like nine by 12. I think they're super, super heavy. So unless you have some manpower and you have a truck, it is really difficult to move it. So I think I had to part ways with them. I love the rugs. I'm not going to lie. They kind of hurt my eyes every single day that I'm in here, <laughs> but they also pill so badly that is the bad thing about like a wool rug is that it just has so much fur that comes off of it so I really don't want to take it into the new house and then just have pink fuzz all over the floor it also clogs my vacuum so I can never ever vacuum it it literally broke the vacuum cleaner that I have in the office so the last time I vacuumed this specific rug I think was probably like 
six months ago. <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit that, but I'm really excited. I'm going to move the office into the house. Hallie and Gabby are going to come and work at my house. We are still keeping our regular schedule. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we work in the office and then Tuesday, Thursday are work from home days. We opted for that schedule because I have a lot of tasks that I need to do from like a partnership side of things that I kind of need to be home at least one to two days a week. So sometimes we ended up coming back into the office on those days, but yeah, they're going to come work from the house, which is really exciting. And I'm also bringing my recording equipment into the house as well. There's a really small bedroom in the house on the upstairs. I'm going to bring my chairs. I'm going to bring my recording stuff, my camera and everything. And yeah, I'm going to start recording in there. I, when I originally got this office, I was living in an 800 square foot apartment with my boyfriend. And we also had just gotten Quincy. There was a ton of construction happening because we were living on Rainy Street and to record podcast episodes in that apartment while also working from home and trying to like film content and stuff while Connor was also working from home at that time. They didn't have the Waterboy office yet. I really, really needed the separation of work from home. So I ended up getting this office space. I didn't realize when I got this office that I was eventually going to end up leasing a house with Connor um, like six or seven months after that. So started leasing a house with Connor in August of last year. And we've been living there for almost a year now. My office lease was 18 months. So I'm like trying to backpedal and do the math here, but basically both of the leases end right around the same time within a week of each other. So both landlords had been texting me um, at the beginning of June asking if we are planning to renew our leases or to kind of like go somewhere else. And so I shared this before, but with the office, it's in a really weird location. If I'm being honest with you, it is downtown, which is great. It's super close proximity to everything. And this was such a great space for me to just like come and sit in here and record. But in order to like ship things out of this space, it is so inconvenient. Also to store things in here for events like decorations, when you need to be moving boxes all the time is also super inconvenient because we're tucked away in this little courtyard where you have to walk up a set of stairs, go behind a gate. I'm probably giving away way too much information for where my office is, but hey, at the time that this podcast comes out, I'll only be here for two more weeks and someone else is going to take over my lease here. But so when my landlord for my office originally reached out asking if I was planning to stay or leave, I thought that I was going to stay here. Um, I was kind of going between staying here or looking for a new office space. I knew that I wanted to get another office. Um, but if I stayed here, they were going to want me to take over the other space in this building on my floor because the other tenant is moving out and they want to fill the entire unit. So if I were to do that, my rent would have doubled. And honestly, the space doesn't make any sense because he has another bathroom and another kitchen, which I already have in here. So I'd only be gaining one other bathroom like room, which I really don't need. I would much prefer a bigger open space or like storage or something. And so my rent would have doubled and my current rent here is like 30, it's 3190 here. So it would have been closer to like 62, $6,300 a month. <gasps> no, absolutely not. Like there's nothing in the world that could make me justify paying that. Um, no, I was going to say unless, but no, I can't. <laughs> so I was justified paying the rent here because Connor and I were splitting my apartment rent and then we also split our house rent. So it did like make sense and it's been great for the time that I've had it. But I started touring some other office spaces before I really considered buying a house and I couldn't find anything for less than $5,000 a month, which is wild. And if I did find anything, it was just way too small 
And the thing is with this place is that me, Gabby, and Hallie, when we work here, we're in the office Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we work from home Tuesday, Thursday. But when we're all three here and one of us is on the phone call or one of us is doing something, it can just be so distracting because it, it is a pretty small space in this office. And it'd be really nice to just have a separate room where one of us can go into if we need to like focus and not have any noise or need to film something. So yeah, any of the offices that were a little bit cheaper just didn't have that separation of like individual rooms that we could kind of split things up into. So found one office that I really loved. It was downtown, like right around the corner on West Ave next to Concrete Cowboy, ironically. And if, if you've ever been to Austin or you live in Austin, Concrete Cowboy is like the epitome of like my COVID experience in, in Austin, like towards the end of COVID, as things were starting to open back up, they had a rooftop that was completely open. So like they were able to have people there because it technically wasn't inside. I don't know. Looking back, I still feel like they, I probably shouldn't have done that, but, um, yeah, I had some really rowdy, nasty nights at Concrete Cowboy. I think every single picture or video on my phone of Concrete Cowboy is like not good, like horrible. Um, I have a video of my best friend, Sarah, like pouring, you know, like bottle service, that bottle service vodka, like cheap vodka that they still make you pay like $500 for. Luckily we didn't pay for it, but that is the last video that I have in that space. So anyways, that office was right next to it and it was actually really cool, but it was listed, I think for $6,000 and the closest or the lowest we could get them to was like $5,500 a month. And that would have been on top of my current rent. And then I'm like, oh my God, at that point, fuck that. I should just buy a house. Like that could be my mortgage per month. If that's what the cost is going to be, I should just invest it into something that I actually own and have equity in. So that is what started my house search. I will say the place that Connor and I live right now, we're in East Austin. I love the area. It's super close to Lady Bird Trail, close to downtown. There's so many restaurants and bars nearby. The one thing that I would change is just the neighbors. Our neighbors are like hoarders, essentially. Their backyard literally is just filled with crap and shit. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. But we can see down into their backyard from our bedroom which is fine. It's not like I'm looking into their backyard every day. Like it really doesn't bother me. The only thing that bothers me is their dogs. They have, I think either two or three dogs and they keep them outside at all times. Like they are outdoor dogs. I've never once seen those dogs inside the home and they bark so loud. They're really aggressive. So whenever Quincy goes outside and we're playing fetch with him, if he makes any noise of like the ball hitting the fence or like bouncing on the ground, the dogs will like pounce on our fence and they're scary there was actually this one like uh step or something I don't even know what it was but the dog the one scary really big one was like up on the step and then his paws were on the top of the fence and he was just looking over at me so angrily I literally screamed and I ran in the house and I like got Quincy because I thought he was gonna jump over the fence and I don't know I don't know a little scary, but other than that, they also have this side light on the side of their house that is a, I mean, I don't even know what the maximum watt is for a light bulb, but multiply it by a hundred. It is the brightest fucking light bulb I've ever seen in my life. There is no lampshade on it and it, it shines directly into our bedroom window. So for the past, I don't even know how many months, Connor and I have been putting these giant pillows in our window frames. <laughs> and then we pull the window curtain, like the shade down over it. 
and it's still so bright in our bedroom. Like, so those are really the only two things about the house. But other than that, other than that, it's been great. So when considering buying a home, I knew that I wanted to work with my friend Casey, who's a realtor. I met Casey at a Fun on Weekdays event last spring. It was a workout event. Um, She stayed a little bit later after the event ended. We got to talking. She teaches yoga. She's all into like spiritual chakra and um, sound healing and stuff. So we connected right away and we've become friends ever since then. And she is a real estate agent on the side. She actually helped us find our lease last year when Connor and I moved into the house. And so I started texting with her saying, hey, I think I'm interested in buying a house. And so then we just started, we just started going to open houses and looking at houses on Zillow that I was stalking for weeks. <laughs> I still have my search listings on from the last time I was looking at leasing a house. So every single day at 7 a.m., I get a list of new leases that hit the market and I, I look at them every single day. So like I know what's out there and there definitely was a consideration of just re-signing the lease or moving into a different house. But moving is just so mentally, physically draining and it takes so much time to like truly get everything situated in its place that if I was to move again, I would not move into another rental because it just wouldn't be worth it for how much work that is. I really only wanted to move one more time and the next time was gonna be into a more permanent place. So Zillow and Realtor.com, are like my absolute favorite forms of social media, if you can consider them that. Uh, actually, they are slightly behind Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace is number one for me. That is the first thing that I check every single morning. I, well, actually, you know what? I check my emails. I see my, I see my house listings in the email, close out, and then I open Facebook and I go straight to Marketplace. I see what's new. And then I check the rest of my emails. And then I check the rest of my socials. But I've been looking at houses from a distance for months. When I was looking at houses last year, I was so far in over my head. Looking back at TikToks, I'm actually embarrassed at how oblivious I was to the fact that there was no way in the fucking world that I was ever going to qualify for a house. Like what? I'm so embarrassed. Okay. Let's all move past that. Let's all just acknowledge that at one point or another in our lives, we've said some things that were like, huh? You just look back and you're just embarrassed. But Anyways, I've now had two full years of self-employment. Um, I have a good credit score now. I've really been working on that uh, to get a higher interest, or sorry, to get a lower interest rate. And yeah, it just seemed like a really good time to like buy a house. I mean, there's not really a great time because the market, it's starting to shift a little bit more. Like there's definitely a lot more houses available now than there were last year. And prices have come down just a little bit, but interest rates have gone up. So ultimately we rented the house for the past year. And after living there, I felt as though I had a really good sense of what I wanted and didn't want in a home when I was ready to purchase one. So I started going to open houses. Like that truly was the highlight of my week. Saturdays and Sundays were for open houses. Like Saturdays are not for the boys. They are for open houses. That is it. So I can't believe I just said that. That is actually the most cringy thing I've ever said. Uh, I'm so embarrassed that I just said that. (laughs) I'm going to leave it though. I'm going to leave it. But uh, oh my God, I cannot believe that. Whatever. So I would go to these open houses and I was just really getting a feel for what was on the market at the time. A lot of the houses were out of my price range or just like not in an area that I was interested in. But I really felt as though seeing as many houses as I possibly could was helping me 
really determine what was in my wish list. So in my house wish list, number one, really high ceilings. Connor is 6'6", and sometimes he like hardly fits through the doorway. So I really wanted high ceilings, and I wanted the house to just overall feel very bright and airy, natural sunlight. That was number one. And also these are not in any particular order. Number two, I wanted our laundry room to be on the same floor as our bedroom. Right now, our laundry room is on the main floor. It's like right off of the kitchen. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Me and Connor kind of suck at putting laundry away. So we'll wash our laundry, but then it'll just sit like folded on this little tabletop. And it's so far away from the bedroom. We have to like, I mean, it's really not that far. I'm just complaining, but it's heavy sometimes to fill up a whole basket of clothes and then take it up the stairs. So I just really wanted laundry to be on the same floor. Disclaimer, the house that I bought does not have laundry on the same floor, but it's okay. It's like the one thing that I, that I let go of on the wish list. I really wanted an open, large kitchen with a lot of cabinet space because right now we have a good amount of cabinet space, but I still feel like we are packed to the brim and we have very minimal kitchen supplies like we use the same three pans that are completely burnt all the way through when I tell you that I'm so embarrassed of our pans my parents came to visit for Thanksgiving and they looked at our cooking pans and they're like what are these I ended up getting cooking pans and pots for Christmas because they wanted to replace them so bad because we burned through them So we don't even have that great of cooking supplies, nor that much. And we're still kind of looking for extra space and storage. Another big thing was a large primary bathroom. I really wanted two different sinks to separate mine and Connor's stuff, just so we have our own dedicated area and also a big closet. Right now in our house, we have like one main closet off of the bedroom. And then we have this bookshelf, which is a surprise secret closet kind of like an escape room. It's just a surprise door. And that is where my main closet is. So right now we are like so, so spoiled with having two different closets. The house that I got doesn't have two closets. It just has one, but it has plenty of space. I don't think that storage will be an issue. I also really wanted a pool, which sounds so materialistic of me. I know I'm, I'm so aware, but uh, hear me out. If you've never spent a summer in Texas, I really, oh my gosh, it is brutal. It's so hot. I also just like really wanted to have a pool to invite my friends over and spend a lot of time just hosting people there. It was not like a must by any means, but it was definitely a plus side. And a lot of the houses that I was looking at did have pools or had a space that you could put a pool or a cowboy pool. Cowboy pools are actually pretty affordable. Hallie our event planner, she actually just put one into her backyard. She did a whole little backyard reno and it looks so cute. And it's, it's an awesome pool. Like you can fit quite a few people in there. It also goes up to your hip. You can just like sit in there and lounge or you could float super nice. So I really just wanted a space for some water. (laughs) So we have a nice backyard for Quincy as well. That was important. Um, and I wanted wherever the house was to have parks around and have more like a neighborhood vibe. And then also to The house needed to have a space that was completely separate from the main living space that I could turn into an office. That was really important because if I was going to buy a house, I would not have the money to be able to also rent an office. So the house that I ended up putting an offer on has this huge room on the top floor that is literally so, so perfect for an office space. I mean, it's definitely smaller than what we have right now, but 
Right now I have my recording space also attached to the main area and we realistically don't need that much area, just space for a couple of desks and a table for us to like all sit together. And then we also need some like bins and storage because we're launching a brand new line in August, which is a whole different story I can get into later. But yeah, the house that I found had that. And so I toured a lot of houses with Casey and there were a lot that I really liked, but there was only one that I absolutely loved. Like there was one that there was nothing that I wanted to change about. And when I walked in, I felt like I was at home. There was some type of comfort and peace to it. And I really felt like I could just envision the next five years of my life in that space. And anytime anyone's ever asked me where I see my life in the next five years, I, re- I have a really difficult time answering that because I just really don't know. But when I walked into this house, I felt like I had a very clear vision of what the next five years look like. And I felt as though... I can picture myself settling down there, ultimately raising a family in this house. And yeah, buying a house is a huge financial decision and I did not make that on my own. I called my CPA, I called my financial advisor at the bank, which I'm so fortunate to have. They helped me with so freaking much. Um, I talked to my parents. I talked to my friends. I, I pretty much talked to everyone in the world. I talked to TikTok about it. <laughs> I talked to everyone and felt like it was the right decision. So I made an offer on the house. And then the next day they countered my offer. And then we went back and then we agreed. I went under contract. And immediately after that, I was sent a bunch of forms and contracts and things that I had to sign or apply for or fill out. And we just got straight into it. People always say that like buying a home is really stressful and emotional. And I have to admit that like, I don't know if Casey just has been doing an incredible job, but I felt very like calm throughout all of this. It definitely is a lot of tasks that you have to complete, like an inspection or like a blue tape walkthrough. There's a lot of contracts that you have to read through and sign for lenders and loans and uh, all the things like the attorney. There's a lot of things that I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And I think that's perfectly okay because I have people who are helping explain it all to me. I don't need to be like a professional or know everything that I'm doing. But as long as I have people that are helping me, I think I'm in good hands. When I had shared that I bought a house, the immediate reaction was, oh my gosh, we can't wait for another decorating series. And I was like, are you sure? I don't know if you are ready for that because a house, I feel like I have a lot more pressure for my actual home to look exactly how I want it to look. And I just, I have this Pinterest photo in my mind. I'm really picturing a kind of beach cottage country coastal vibe. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but just like natural wood, lots of whites, linens, raffia, like that straw. What do you call that texture? I don't know, like straw, I guess, Um, with pops of color, but not, not super bright color, just kind of pastels, pinks and blues here and there, greens, lots of plants. So we'll see. Hopefully the decorating series goes a lot smoother this time, but I am bringing a lot of my current furniture into the new house. But yeah, I don't have too many other updates to share just because I don't have the house yet and I haven't gone through the entire process to finally get to that closing period, but I'm sure there'll be more updates and I'm just so incredibly grateful and oh I just have no words okay now let's move into the things that are like not so fun to talk about which is mental health and body image as the summer is like starting to really be in full swing there is this really weird correlation where my mental health is like 
it's rising, it's rising, it's getting better and better as it gets warmer and warmer outside. But then on the flip side, my body image is like starting to dwindle and go down because as it gets warmer, there's just more pressure to look good in a bathing suit or to wear like less and less clothes because it's so fucking hot outside. Like you have to wear shorts. And then I'm worried about my like legs chafing. And then I'm worried about my like ingrown hair on my legs like there's just so many more things to worry about in terms of my body during the summer and I feel like a lot of you guys can maybe relate to that of this pressure I had this epiphany the other day that I think I have been sucking in my stomach my entire life I don't even know if that makes sense but from the time that I can remember I was in like third grade I am vividly picturing this photo of me in Hilton Head on our family vacation I'm wearing this black speedo with pink stripes on the side my hair is slicked back because I was just in the ocean and it's this picture of me where my belly button you can see it through my wet bathing suit and I was pretty I was pretty chubby and I also remember going bathing suit shopping with my sister my mom and my grandma and my sister Erin was this little twig so cute little blonde we were complete polar opposites I'm like darker skin darker hair I literally used to get made fun of for having like so much hair right above my um, butt, like on the on my lower back and my arms. And she's wearing this really cute little skimpy blue, white and black polka dot bikini from Limited 2. And I am wearing this pink and orange tankini, which, you know, flash forward, the pink and orange really did make sense. But I just remember when I was growing up, I had this phase where I was like kind of chunkier. And I think I've always carried that fear with me. And I've always just wanted to be smaller than I am. So I realized the other day that I think I'm always sucking my stomach in, but then I never thought of it in that way. I always just thought I was like engaging my core at all times that if I ever relax my stomach, it feels like I'm pushing out. Does that make sense? I also don't know if that's healthy. I don't think that that's healthy, but does anybody else do that? Or am I, or am I absolutely crazy? I only noticed it because I was trying on a bathing suit the other day that I was deciding if I was going to pack it for an upcoming trip or not. And I was looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, am I sucking in right now? I don't even know if I am or not because I don't even know what is normal. Like what is my normal not trying at all? And when I don't try at all, it feels like I'm pushing out. So I don't know where I was going with this, but all this to say, I have generally felt a lot more confident in myself lately, but I think that my confidence has correlated to feeling more connected to myself in terms of my values, my goals, my work, my friendships, my relationship, and not necessarily my body, if that makes sense. I did start working out and taking my health a lot more seriously at the beginning of the year. And I have noticed that I am getting stronger and leaner, but I just always wonder if there will ever be a day where I look in the mirror and there's not a single thing that I want to like change about myself. And especially during the summer, as like I'm not wearing makeup as frequently because it's gonna melt off my face and I'm looking at my skin up close and I'm I'm not only looking at my acne and my acne scars, but I'm also looking at like the hairs on my face. And then I'm looking at the my gray hairs in my roots or I'm looking at the hairs on my leg and my bikini line, which I have been getting laser and it has been working, but I do still get like razor burn and ingrown hairs and things like that. So when I look in the mirror and less of my body is covered, it's so much easier to find something at fault. And I really hate that I feel that way because on the flip side of things, I am just so much happier with my life outside of myself. 
like all of the external factors in my life right now, I really feel like are at a prime. And I made a joke the other day because I was at an Amazon Prime event and that was my caption was, I'm in my prime right now. But I really do feel that on a mental level. But is body image a part of your mental health? I don't know. There's also something about the summer that I don't feel guilty for having fun at all. I don't feel guilty for making plans every single day. And I know Funnel Meet Days was all about the idea that you should find fun in every single day, regardless of the time of the year. But for whatever reason, the summer just has a lot less guilt around it. There's so much more excitement. There's so many more events happening. You you see your friends a lot more frequently. So anytime I start to feel bad about myself or my body or my image or what I look like, I kind of talk myself out of it and tell myself that that is just a ridiculous thing to feel because there are so many amazing things happening right now. But I just want you to know that like you can be a confident, happy person and you can be proud of yourself while also still having a couple of things that you maybe like want to work on or would maybe want to improve if you could. And I have plenty of those, but I still love myself. I think the summertime also leads to a lot more comparison. When you're watching people on social media, go on vacation, buying new clothes, what they look like in their bathing suit. But for me, I think I've always struggled with the internal comparison. I compare myself to versions of myself years ago. So I find myself thinking, do I look better in this bikini this year than I did last year? Or did I look better in this three years ago? And I compare myself to who I used to be, which can sometimes be good when you're looking at all of the growth that you've had. But when you're comparing negative things, such as like your weight, it can definitely be discouraging because for a lot of us, we're starting to see like major changes in our body as we become women and we grow into our bodies and like our hips are getting bigger or the weight is going to different places than it's ever been before. Like If I am about to be on my period, I know because my arms look significantly larger than they did three days before. And I never used to have that like when I was growing up and I was a teenager. I feel like now when I start to see a difference in my body, I notice it in like my lower stomach. And that is like a very hormonal area in your lower abdomen where you carry weight and you carry fat. And I'm like, can it just go to my butt? Like seriously, of all places, can I just distribute this to my butt? Because I've never had a butt. (laughs) I'm getting ready to go on a vacation. I'm actually going to my cousin's bachelorette party tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. That's when my flight leaves. So I need to leave for the airport at 3 a.m. I have a couple hours to pack and get ready. But I'm going on a beach vacation there. And then I also have family vacation and some other opportunities where I'm going to be in a bathing suit for a multitude of days in a row. And what I've found is that typically on like one of the days, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really confident and into myself and I have no worries, but then it's like the next day and I shave again. And then all of a sudden my bikini line is like bright red. It's so irritated and I'm not feeling good. Or I wake up and I have a pimple on my face and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I thought I was just not gonna wear makeup to the beach day, but apparently I'm gonna wear concealer. Or I've had days where the clothes that I pack just don't fit like they did three days before. And then especially when you're on vacation too, it's easy to feel guilty about like eating out a lot or maybe drinking more than normal. I have been on a kick for the past like three weeks straight of eating out almost every single night. And I'm just starting to feel so like, I don't know if lethargic is the right word, but I'm just starting to feel so sluggish. And 
that guilt is really starting to eat at me. And then I overanalyze myself in the mirror because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go put a bathing suit on in a couple of days. I should not be eating this right now. And then I kind of like get down on myself for that decision. But anyways, the whole point of me sharing all of this is just because if you have any similar thoughts to what I've shared, this is not a pity party by any means. Like I am only sharing this because I just want one person out there, just one person to relate to what I'm saying and just feel like someone else also feels the same way you are, but also to just be reminded that you can have days where you don't feel 100% yourself while also still loving yourself and still feeling confident. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. Little update on my three things a week for 10 weeks straight. I shared this in a couple episodes before, but for 10 weeks straight, I'm doing three things, something alone, something with a friend and something with a partner for 10 weeks straight in hopes of having the best summer ever. And last week, I actually did a lot of things with my friends. I went to like three different dinners. I went to Fraza's. I went to Yama's, which is a new Greek restaurant in Austin. It was incredible. So freaking good. And then alone time, I took myself on a little ice cream date. I went to Core Power Yoga for the first time in a few months. So I woke up early one day and I went and did that. It was a nice little switch up from my normal like workout routine because since I started teaching bar classes, I've been taking a lot more bar classes, but I don't really allow myself to just enjoy it anymore because I have like the teacher mindset on And it's different to teach than it is to take. So I went to a core power class alone. That was really nice. And I also got my nails done this week to prepare for my bachelorette trip. I took myself shopping. I actually got two pairs of shoes at Macy's today. Guess how freaking much the shoes were. $75 for two pairs of shoes. I got a little pair of heels. Um, They're these black lace-up heels with like a little knob heel. I posted a TikTok about them. You'll have to go and watch it. But Macy's has a sandal sale right now. Sandals are 40% off. It's an insane deal. I also got a pair of these Madden girl kind of Birkenstock looking sandals where they have the two straps with the buckles, but they are like a patent brown leather. And then the buckles are gold. So cute. $75, like the best deal ever. A lot of the shoes that I was seeing were around like $35, $40, $30, which was wild. So I took myself shopping today. That was fun. And with my boyfriend, I went and saw Hairspray, the musical, um, at the end of last week, which was so good. I don't know how much longer they're in Austin, but definitely go and catch that musical if you can. And we also watched The Bachelorette this week, which uh, I have a lot of things to say about the new season, but overall my takeaway is that I am pleasantly surprised by Charity. I think she is a really sweet girl. She seems like she has some spunk that they didn't necessarily show in the last season. So I'm excited. It's been really nice making intentional time to get together with my friends and do something alone while also prioritizing my relationship as well. And I think it's helped create this really great like social routine for me outside of my work or personal life routine. So I really encourage you to try it. Do three things a week or maybe just do one thing a week. Start small. Make intentional time to complete goals that you want to complete by the end of summer. That is the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you all had the most wonderful 4th of July. Hopefully a really nice holiday with friends and family. And I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) 